Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. His heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Come on in. Come on in. Have a seat. Take off your shoes. Relax your feet. We're going going to talk about this Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Milwaukee Bucks take care of the Hawks 123-112. to Um, You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, Episode 82, Season 7. It's your man's E-Dub, man. We appreciate you guys for taking some time out and uh, listening to our little spot on the web. So uh, tonight, man, we're we're going to just... Take a look at the numbers. We're going to talk about what happened. Then we're going to move on to game six. We're going to move on to game six. No time to to cry or to lick your wounds. Game six is coming on Saturday, whether you're ready or not. Um, Hawks lose a tough one tonight, man. And it was they just couldn't dig themselves out of that hole they dug themselves into in the first quarter, man. Um We'll talk. Let's do this. Let's get into some of the. We'll, we'll get into the game recap. We'll talk about some takeaways. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll look at some of the numbers, and uh, you know we'll we'll do our normal segments of the good, bad, and the ugly. 
the uh, five five and our player of the game. We'll see if we can we can get five guys together tonight. We'll see if we can get five guys together. Uh, Hawks had four guys in double figures, so I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll send out a tweet. Maybe I'll send out. Let me let me do this. I'm gonna send out a tweet, and if you're on Twitter, follow me on Hawks Beat. Um, I'm going to send out a tweet right now. By the time I get to my second second, I'm going to see if anyone responds. Uh, who were the Hawks' five best players tonight? Now that, that's the tweet I'm going to send out. Again, if you're on Twitter, follow us at HawksBeat. It's all one word, at HawksBeat. Uh, let us know you're following from the podcast. We'll give you a follow back, show you some love, and uh, we'll just do it that way. So let me go ahead and, and send that tweet out, and uh, we'll see how the folks respond, if they respond. All right, let's get into it. <clears throat> Hawks um, go into this game, of course, shorthanded, uh, just like the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks are without Giannis. Hawks are without Trey. So it's really uh, which supporting cast is going to um, show up. And, and, and initially, from the outset, um, that has to favor Milwaukee. It has to favor Milwaukee because if you were to say without those two guys, who are the next best three players I would say two of those guys got to be on Milwaukee side of the ball uh with um with Middleton and Holiday I mean I don't think the Hawks have a guy that's better than those two guys and maybe there's an argument for that third guy being somebody else I just don't know but um yeah so you're going into this game without Trey they got without Giannis but they're at home and typically when you're at home a lot of your role players tend to play better. Insert Bobby Portis. And I'm before I'm getting before I get into this recap, and the recap's not going to take long because it's not really much to really dive into. I'm just going to say this. Yes, Portis was going to get more minutes because Giannis did not play. I get that. I get that. But the way they manhandled the Hawks in the paint tonight. Brooke Lopez, he's a big guy, and, and I, I can kind of almost excuse that. Um, giving up 33, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. 33 to Brooke Lopez, um, I, I just don't like that, man. And Bobby Portis had 22 points. 22 points. Like, this is Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis was cooking, y'all. Like, there's no excuse for that. Like, to me, there's no excuse. Like, Clint Capella, you got to do better. Like, you got to do better, dog. Onyeko Okongwu, I know you only have 15 minutes and usually play good defense. You got to be better. Everybody on that front court, John Collins, Gallinari, uh, whoever got time playing in the front court tonight, all y'all got to be better. All y'all got to be better. The way they got manhandled tonight uh, was just—it was, my gosh! It was—it was. If you're a Hawks fan, you have to be frustrated at tonight because, like, it's one thing for Holiday and Milton, the Middleton, to go off. Them dudes had 26 and 25, right? That's about you know, probably around their average, you know. So they didn't do nothing like really special. It was them dudes down low. It was some dudes down low. And here's the thing. Not only did Portis and Lopez go off for 33 and 22, you gave up 11 rebounds to P.J. Tucker. 
P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker is all a 6'4", right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, we know he's a tough guy. But listen, you supposedly have some tough guys too. You know what I'm saying? Click and Pella, everyone's making all this noise. He should have been defensive player of the year. You know? Everyone's making all that noise. He should have been, and, and he had a good year defensively. He's a good defender. But Lopez was cooking them cats. 33 points. John Collins, where's the D? Where's the D, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, Gallo, Okongu, the bench guys, where's the D? I don't know where it was, but I know where it wasn't. On the court tonight for the Atlanta Hawks. Game starts. They, I think they jump out to, let me check my notes. I think it was a 15-2 to start. Is that what it is? 10-2. 10-2 out the start, out the gate. And uh, before you know it, they're up by like, don't know if it was the first quarter or the second quarter, but their biggest lead was 20 points. And I'm pretty sure it was during the first half of the game. Um, Man, they got hit in the mouth and they were just playing catch up the whole game. And I'm going to tell you what, after the game, Coach McMillan, um, who else spoke to the media? Gallinari, John Collins, Bogey. They all said the same thing. They all said the same thing. They should have just brought all four of those guys out and just let them talk at the same time because they all said the same thing. They all said the same thing. And, I, I mean, I got at the point, I was like, yo, I'm just, like, tuning out. Like, everyone, all these reporters are trying to find these big, eloquent, quest, eloquent questions to ask them, and it all comes down to one thing. Y'all got hit in the mouth, and y'all didn't hit back. Y'all got hit in the mouth, and y'all didn't hit back. Like, that's problematic to me. That's problematic. But first quarter ends. Bucks outscored the Hawks 36 to 22. And you had a feeling that, okay, if the Hawks can just weather this storm, right? If they can just weather the storm, they might be all right. And to be completely honest with you, I thought they did an okay job kind of weathering the storm. But the problem is they couldn't get out of the storm. Like, I thought they did a decent job weathering the storm because the second half, second quarter, made some adjustments, you know, dug in a little bit. They ended up winning the second quarter, you know, 34 to 29. Shot started falling a little bit, you know, start started falling. Um, they shot 57% from three. Uh, 56 from the field, that's going to give you back into games. <laughs> Unfortunately, the defense was still kind of suspect, in my opinion. In my opinion. It was still kind of suspect in that second quarter. I thought it was better, but it wasn't where you need to be to climb out of a hole. Because Milwaukee still shot 54%. Right? So you shoot 56, other team shoots 56, 54. Uh, you're going to get back into the game. You know, so you pick up five points in that second quarter. And, um, you know, I, I, the scoring for the Hawks was pretty balanced. You know, John Collin led all the guys in that second quarter with eight points. Bogey um, was second on the squad with seven. But it, 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 it was good to see Bogey hit some shots. You know, he's starting to look a lot like himself. And I don't think that he's getting more healthy. Um Somebody asked him after the game, are you feeling better? Like, are you feeling healthier? <laughs> and Bogey was like, nah. <laughs> like, he's still thugging it out. 
he's still thugging it out, y'all. Like, he's still, like, whatever's going on with that knee, he's still, like, just just thugging it out, y'all. But he's a shooter. And, again, like, shooters, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you swing that thing right, you get him some open looks, he going to knock down some shots. And I thought he knocked down some shots tonight. You know, if there is a silver lining, Bogey hitting some shots was pretty decent. You know, if you're looking for if you're looking for a silver lining, you know. But, uh, you know, and listen, all things considered, again, all things considered, I thought you weren't in the worst shape going into halftime. Right? You're going into halftime, you're only down by nine points. You're only down by nine points. John Collins hits a big three. As time's going out, as time is going out in the second quarter, you go into the half 56 to 65, which is manageable. Right? Like, that's manageable. So, you, you've eaten into the lead. You're not down by 20 no more. You, you're not down by 25. You, you've weathered the storm. Now it's time to make your move, make up some ground. You know, you're uh, unfortunately, you know, you, you everybody wasn't hidden. <laughs> everybody wasn't hidden. Right. So John Collins has eight points in the half, but he's three of 12. Right. He's three of 12. Kevin Herter got three points, but he won a seven. Like, you know, Lou, who had a great game in game four, he's six points. Two assists. He got four turnovers, you know, and we kind of knew what time it was with Lou. Because everyone was like, you know, the word on the street, Lou will win you a game. But will he win you two? <laughs> like, like, like that's a that's a real question you got to ask yourself. Like, he'll win you one, but can he get you two? Right. You know, at this point in his career. So. Um, you know, there's a lot of things not running smoothly for the Hawks, but there's still a chance for them to get back in this game, right? So third quarter was going to be critical. Third quarter was going to be critical, and I thought they just, they didn't take advantage. They didn't take advantage of that third quarter, and it was kind of weird because the Milwaukee Bucks, Shot 37%. They shot 20% from three that quarter. The Hawks actually shot better than them from the field and from uh, three-point range, but they lost the quarter by four points. They lost the quarter by four points. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you where those four points came. Milwaukee shot 12 free throws, and the Atlanta Hawks shot none. A lot of people would want to blame the refs, all the refs this, the refs that. Listen, listen. One thing we're not going to do is we're not finna blame these referees. The players don't do it. The coaches don't do it. But we're not going to sit here and blame the referees and pretend like Milwaukee wasn't the better team tonight. Milwaukee was the better team tonight, guys. They shot better. They got all the 50-50 balls. They got all the points in the paint. Like they they were the more they were the aggressors. They played better defense. They played together as a team. And so if the refs did play a role in this game, it was very minuscule and it was after all of those factors which I just named. So we not finna blame the refs. 
They was going to the hoop, man. They was going inside. They was going inside, y'all. That's why they was getting. That's why they was getting them fouls. I thought Atlanta was shooting a lot of jumpers, not a lot of threes. Like I mean, you know, they only shot seven threes that quarter. You know, Milwaukee shot five, but I thought Atlanta was taking a lot of jumpers. So I thought the third quarter was a huge missed opportunity. Huge missed opportunity. And, and usually the third quarter is the quarter where Trey kind of, you know, gets into his little stilo. <laughs> he gets going and doing, you know, his thing. But uh, Trey wasn't there tonight, you know. And it's like you can't really cry over that. You can't really use no excuses because Giannis wasn't there for them. So it was like, oh, man, like this was fair. This was a fair matchup. They didn't have their guy. Hawks, they had their guy. Right? And I, I, I didn't really – I didn't. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit because after the, after the presser, John Collins was like, "Look, man, we got hit in the mouth and we did this." And he mentioned twice that they were mentioned they were missing Trey Young. Like, come on, bro. Like, nah, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Like, we know they was we were, you was missing Trey Young, but they was missing Giannis. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they, they missing a whole bunch of points and rebounds and, and assists and, and defense with that dude. Right, so nah, we not finna do that, man. I ain't really, that ain't really sit tight with me, but I mean, I still rock with John. John's still my guy, but like, I ain't like the way he did that. I ain't like the way he did that. So going in the fourth quarter, seventy-eight um, ninety-one, uh, and uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something. You gotta do something, and I, I just don't think that you know, and, and it got to a point where you're trying to go tip for tap with them. And I don't think that worked out very well for you. <laughs> well, obviously it didn't, but I thought you're trying to match them with jumpers and trying to match them with, you know, threes. And and I, I just didn't, it just didn't work. It didn't work, man. You just didn't have it going tonight. You know, Bogey goes off a little bit in the, in the, in the, in the fourth quarter. He starts hitting some big buckets, but outside of that, what did you get? You didn't get much, you know, Gallo hit a couple shots, hit a couple threes, in the fourth quarter, Kevin Herter, 0 for 0 1 in 10 minutes. Capella only played three and a half minutes. Lou was 2 for 4. John Collins, 2 of 2. You know, those are your guys who lock in the heavy minutes. Where is scoring coming from? You know, Bogey had 12, Gallo had 8, you know. And not necessarily like the dynamic of this team, it changes. So like if Bogey and Gallo are your guys, like that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you got to have the other guys being up there with them. Like you got to have them other guys like close to double figures if, if it's, you know, if, if that's what it's going to be, you know, but um, they actually win the quarter. You know, once you figure in garbage time and, you know, just shooting some uncontested threes, Hawks win the fourth quarter, 34 to 32, but um, with about four minutes left, man, this thing was over. It was over. I mean, it was just kind of a, uh, just kind of a formality after that. Um, they definitely played a better second half than they did a first half. Uh, in the second half, they only got a score by two points. You know, it was 56, 58, like in the second half. So, you know, you played a much better half second half, but you cannot dig a hole. You hear me? Like you cannot dig a hole like that and expect to win the ball game. It's not going to happen. So, 
Yeah. Um, let's do this. Take a quick break. On the other half, we're going to go into just a few takeaways from tonight's game. We're going to go over to the good, bad, and ugly, Fab Five, and we'll give you the player of the game, and we'll see if anybody responded to my tweet about the five best Hawks. <laughs> All right. Listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 82, season 7. It's your man's E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. What's up, guys? It's your man E-Dub to once again tell you about Manscaped. Fellas, listen. It's about to be springtime in the city. Temperatures are rising. One thing you don't want sweat coming from your man bush below the belt let's keep it real the good folks over at manscape are here for your springtime trim listen they have the waterproof lawnmower 3.0 that's going to give you that smooth bush to tush cleanup that some of you are in desperately need of let's keep it real or maybe you just need the weed whacker manscape state-of-the-art nose and hair trimmer They have so many products from toners to deodorant to specially designed boxers. Manscaped is doing something special for just my listeners. Go to manscaped.com. Use our promo code HawksBeat. Again, it's manscaped.com. Use our promo code for HawksBeat for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped, you'll be glad you did. All right, folks, we are back. Hawksweet Podcast, episode 82 of season seven. It's your man's eat up. Thank you guys for checking out the pod. Um, we've been going a little long on our first segment for the past couple of days, you know, but we we, we got to get it out, man. That's kind of like one of the most important segments. Got to set the show up and, and uh, give you the, the, the what's what about the game, right? So, all right. Um,. So, just some takeaways from tonight's game. Takeaways from tonight's game. I thought tonight was definitely a winnable game. I didn't think it was likely that they won, right? So, could the two things be possible? Absolutely. I think that you could you could have won this game, but you would have had to play like you did in game four. Um, you didn't do that. I, and while I say it wasn't likely... Because I, I fully expected for the Bucks to come out with aggression. I fully expected the role players to come out with aggression. Just kind of like I expect for the Hawks to do in the next game. In game six, I expect the role players to play much better at home. And, you know, you'll just see what happens. You'll see what happens, you know. Um, we'll see if they can push this to seven. But they're in a do or die situation right now. They're in a do-or-die situation. They're going to go back home, and that place is going to be a frenzy. Do you hear me? It is going to be loud and crazy. But um, warrant to read a few tweets. I, I got a few tweets from folks <laughs> responding to my uh, my tweet about the uh, the Hawks and the Fab Five. See, y'all don't understand. Like, this isn't always easy. So now y'all understand it. So. One guy, let's see, uh, the real Ben Cohen. He he just simply said no. He just simply said no. I say who would have X five. He said no. But this might be the the uh, best answer of tonight. Uh, J F Sutton Jr. He said five. He said bogey, bogey's knee, Gallo. He said Collins kinda, 
And then he said, PJ Tucker helped. <laughs> then he gave a gift of a guy just kind of like with his hands on his hip, like looking away. Great job, Mr. Sutton. Excellent tweet. I appreciate the love. Uh, checking in. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alab Derek checked in. He said, bogey, reddish, no one else. And Karen, I underscore 20's finest. Uh, she's one of my favorite tweeters, man. She is hilarious. You guys should follow her. Uh, she said five. She said, I got one and a possible. So you guys always entertain, man. Always entertain. But, um, yeah, so the takeaways, the tweets. Let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good tonight for me was bogey. Um, seeing him hit shots at a pretty um, pretty regular clip. Um, this is the closest we've seen to uh, April and in April and May bogey in a while. Um, so even though he's still hurting, uh, I would say he was probably singularly the, the 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 one bright spot for the Hawks. I I ha- I can't really give you anything else. I really can't give you anything else. Like, if y'all got something, y'all let me know. Like, if y'all got something, y'all let me know, you know. Um, you know, we saw Cam back last game. He gave his props, but I didn't think he really did anything too special tonight. You know, seven points in 22 minutes. But uh, if I'm looking for some good, I got to go Bogdanovich. That's it. Um, the bad. Um... The bad, well, I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I'll kind of split it up. The bad to me was the first quarter. You know, getting hit in the mouth early, not being able to to recover from that, that's bad. Uh, the ugly part of that was, man, y'all was getting beat up by Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis. Like, when you, in, in, in the grand totality of things, when you lose to a champion or when you lose to a team, you want to be like, oh, man, Chris Paul killed us. In the fourth quarter, like the Clippers, right? The Clippers can hang their head and be like, oh, man, Chris Paul was just special tonight. He put us up out of here. Now, imagine if they no, imagine how that loss would 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 be if it was Cam. Uh, what, was, what was the boy's name that played the backup point guard for, for, the, for the Suns? Um, Cameron Payne. Imagine if it was Cameron Payne to drop 41 in y'all. Like, that would be different, right? And so that's the problem I have with tonight's loss. Like, that's the problem that really gets me. Like, it wasn't Middleton or Holiday that did y'all. It was Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis that did y'all. Like, that's a problem to me. And to me, that's the ugly part. Like, the bad part, you know, you know, y'all, you know, you start slow. But the but the ugly part, Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez, they, they was the ones that did y'all in. Ugh, that's ugly. That is ugly. Um, I'm, let, let me see if I can gather. Let me see if I can gather a 5-5. Five, five. I, I don't know if I... If I... <sighs> All right, let's see if we can get a 5-5 five, five here. Um, Kevin Hurd, I didn't think he was he was really that good tonight. Um, shot just wasn't falling. And I just didn't have it tonight. Um, John Collins, I could throw him in a Fab Five. 19 and 8 tonight. Folks always want to talk about John. Like, after every game, it's always a, a, a selection of folks that talk about John and talk about his money. 
Like, y'all stop worrying about that man's money and stop worrying about that man's contract, you know? Like, that's going to happen when the season's over. Like, y'all, after every play, after every miss, after every make, it's always about John Collins and that contract and what he's going to do in free agency. Y'all dead that, man. Like, let that go. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to happen what's going to happen, right? And it's not going to happen right now, like, during the season. So, I hate that it's always a thing. So, uh, for tonight, John, 19-8, and eight, I thought that was good. I didn't think it was enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, Trey Young is out, man. I need you. I need you at 25-15, and 15, brother. I need you at 25-15. and 15. But I'll put him in the five. I'll put him in the five. Clint Capella, I thought he played decent defensively. But you only gave me six points. Let me walk that back. He played okay defensively. He did have three block shots. I don't want to sneeze on the three block shots. But again, man, Brooke Lopez and, and Bobby Portis was doing y'all. So, like, nah, man, you ain't, y'all ain't about to be getting no participation trophies from me. I'm sorry. Y'all ain't about to get no participation trophies from me. Not when Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis was cooking y'all. Right, so I ain't putting Clinton. I'll put John in there. I'll put Bogey in there. Bogey had the twenty-eight. I'll leave. I mean, Luke. He he finished the game with seventeen points. And the problem with the seventeen points, I don't have a problem with the seventeen points. Like he, you know, he got to the bucket. He did what he had to do. You can't give me five assists and six turnovers. You can't do that, Lou. Five assists, six turnovers. Nah, man, you can't do that. So I mean. Guess I can throw Gallo in there. Gallo had 19 points off the bench. He wasn't really good defensively. Um, Okongwu thought he was, you know, I thought Okongwu was better the last game than he was tonight. Cam Reddish, 22 points. He was just kind of, you know, and it's funny. So Chris Dunn got seven and a half minutes. Folks was going in on Chris Dunn. Like, first, everybody was clamoring for Chris Dunn. Now that he's actually getting some PT, folks is mad. Like what? Like what? Like what y'all want to do? Like what y'all want to do? Y'all want down out there? Y'all don't want him out there. <laughs> so listen, my five may be a little incomplete tonight, but I'm gonna go John Collins. I'm gonna go Bogdanovich, and I'm gonna go Gallinari. Right? So my five is gonna be three. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to play in the big three. That's the five. Uh, the player of the game is obviously. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich with 28 points. He led all scores. He was the guy that was just kind of consistent all night for the Hawks. Um, you know, he took the most shots, and, you know, he made he made the most. So, you know, uh, <clears throat> 28 points for my guy, four assists, five rebounds, no turnovers. So, you know, it is what it is. Let me see if anybody responded to the tweet of the player of the game. Let's see. Let's see. Anybody? Anybody? Let me just check my mentions. My guy ATL Ramasaki said bogey, tough loss. Um, let's see. This new Ski Wicks on Twitter. Ski Ricks said, I'm going to say Gallo. Okay. Gallo. Gallo. You know, Gallo's decent. 19 points off the bench. Uh, Dewan Goodwin said bogey and uh let me see if i can grab one more 
Um, no, I think that's about it, man. Not much, you know. You, you know, folks get after a loss, so you know it is what it is. Uh, I think that's about it, folks. Uh, Hawks lose one twenty-three to one twelve. We're gonna take another quick break. We're gonna wrap things up in the next segment. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode eighty-two. That is the good, bad, and ugly. The player of the game and uh, the Fab Five. Well, tonight it's the Five Three, <laughs> the Fab Three. <laughs> we'll be right back. Keep it locked. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, Go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawks beat sent you. You'll be happy you did. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. Are you dealing with pain? No, I'm not talking about the pain when your team loses a ball game. I'm talking about back pain, neck pain. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go see our guy, Dr. Rick, the chiropractor of the Hawks Beat podcast. Whether you've been in an auto accident, you may be an expecting mother, suffering from migraines, any type of neck pain or back pain, Dr. Rick is here to help. Dr. Rick and the good folks over at Dow Family Wellness use the latest in computerized technology to diagnose your issues, and they have affordable cash plans. Here's what he's doing for our listeners. Consultation, exam, digital pics, computer scans, and an adjustment, all for $37. Yep, I said it first time visit, $37. So call our guy, Dr. Rick, 470-395-395. Three four seven eight. That's four seven zero three nine five three four seven eight. Stop letting that pain fester. Call Doctor Rick at Dow Family Wellness. Tell him the Hawks beat sent you, and take the first step to living pain free. All right, folks. Final segment here, wrapping things up for the Hawks beat podcast. Game, what is game six? <laughs> game six is next. Uh, Saturday night in the city of Atlanta. It is going to be crazy. Um, you know the crowd is going to be ready to roll, liquored up, <laughs> ready to do what they got to do. Uh, I expect the Hawks to come out with a ton of energy. And we're going to see how the Milwaukee Bucks respond. And I will say this. I don't think the Milwaukee Bucks are a team with that killer instinct in them. I think game six is a very winnable game for the Hawks, regardless of if Trey plays or not. I think it's a winnable game. Um, They've shown that they can can win without them. They just they can't let what happened tonight happen again. You know, you got to get more from your starters. You got to get more from your bench. And I think that there'll be an environment where they will be able to do that. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I the the Trey and the Giannis thing. I don't think Giannis is coming back, y'all. Like, I really don't think he's coming back this this postseason. Chris Bosh, uh, formerly of the Miami Heat, said on the jump the other day, like, look. I've had that injury. 
he's not coming back. Like, he, he was like, he's not coming back. Like, you know, he was like, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, project nothing on him, but that is a tough injury. You know, thankfully, it wasn't like an ACL or anything else like that, but it's still it's still a very tough injury to come back from. Uh, when your knee bends the wrong way, like, ouch. Like, nah, man, like, we not finna to damage your career, but... We're going to see, man. And I, as far as Trey's concerned, McMillan already said, like, look, he's going to be a game-time decision. Like, those bone bruises are serious, man. Those bone bruises are serious. So, um, we're going to see, man. We're going to see. But regardless of whether Trey plays or Giannis plays, they're going to put five out there, and they're going to do what they got to do. Right? They're going to do what they got to do. Thank you guys for checking out the Hawksbeat podcast. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, retweets and reshares are always appreciated when you see the pod on social media, whether you're on Twitter or Facebook. Um, reshares and retweets really help us out. We appreciate that. And if you haven't already, swing by Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. We would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hey, shout out to... Uh, Shout out to Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat, man. They had a good versus tonight, man. Lots of jokes, lots of good music. And uh, I was double dipping, man. I was watching the game and watching the verses. But shout out to those kings, man. We celebrate y'all, man. Uh, decades and decades of just good music. So we shout them dudes out. But like we always say, man, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.